I didn't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, this is our new series on musicals. Uh, on musicals that we either don't like, we have good reason to not like, or we suspect that we won't like, more mm. or less. Uh, mm. I'm writing a letter to our podcast, and it says, Dear, dear who watches the watch, uh, you are my favorite podcast. Yeah. Uh, mm. I hope that you will get 10,000 patrons. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, me. Uh oh, I oh, bumped no. into my dad wrote a porno. Now we're having a fight. Now they signed my cast. I oh, hope will, that podcast doesn't themselves. get cancelled. <laughs> this is not a threat to who, to my dad wrote a porno. No. Um, if, if, if they kill themselves, we were not their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so today we watched Dear Evan Hansen, the movie released this year, um, based on a musical from 2015, and in my opinion, a musical that should have stayed in 2015. Um, I, just like, as, just the fact that the movie came out this year, which I hadn't really thought about before, imagine risking coronavirus for for this. <laughs> like, like of any movie that was going to come out, you yeah. had to do it for this one. Yeah. I wonder how if there's anything about the COVID restrictions. They started in August 2020. Um, about making the film during the COVID 19 pandemic, Caitlin Devers at the variety. I'm very happy that we're able to make something so special during such a strange and sad and confusing times. I have gotten used to the doing nothing part yeah. of my job, which is just sitting and waiting for something to happen. There's no... It says Backhouse Studios in Atlanta served as the COVID-19 testing site for the actors and crew members on set. Uh, there's like, nothing I imagine on they were COVID safe. protocols. Yeah. I, like, because I think there's, like, permits you can't get in um, LA if you're not willing to do certain restrictions, but also, still, come on. <laughs> this is like... This is like... <sighs> Not to bring so. up Shriekcast again all the time, yeah. but just the whole, like, them. let's take a break from movies, maybe. Let's take, let's take a break from <laughs> I mean, movies. Look what we've got. Let's, like, start, let, let's catch up. We got me. this. Yeah. We got um, Cinderella. He's all that, for which they shut down, like, an entire uh, like testing uh, center. Yeah, perfect. So that they can film there. Um, I don't know about the circumstances of Cinderella, but, like, I assume, yeah. I assume they all got coronavirus yeah. and now dead. We got we <laughs> got Dune, but assumption. like Dune was clearly started like way earlier. Like that's been in production for like five years. Yeah, I think most of it had already been filmed. Yeah, I, don't see I also it have been like that. Dune has very also, extensive like, effects. So yeah, but also there's like a demand for Dune. People want to yeah. see that. And yeah, there's everyone wanted to, and you, <laughs> people wanted to see Dear Evan Hansen in the words of the uh, director. Um, Steven Chbosky. Steven Chbosky, who wrote The Perks of Becoming yeah. a Wolf, Perks of Being a Wolf. Flower. Yeah, I read that book. He it wrote and better, directed It was better the, than this. He, he directed like the that. movie too. Um, yeah. He also wrote, interestingly, he also wrote the script to the Rent movie. <laughs> Ooh, so he's See, great that's... at scripts, basically. For <laughs> so learning here is he's good at scripts. He didn't write like the script the for is... this one, but he does have experience with. 
movie musicals that came out way past the or the original Broadway hype, bringing back mm. the original casts that are clearly too old now. <laughs> I want you to know that he said that the main goal of the movie was to capture and immortalize Ben Platt's performance, saying that his understanding of the character is so complete and profound, I couldn't yeah. imagine anybody else playing it. It's his part. I felt very strongly about it. To me, it was never even a consideration. Well, then you should have made the movie three years ago. Yeah, you should not Four have made... Four years ago. Five years ago. Like, I... but, but he said, yeah, well, yeah. Because he says the only reason he made this movie is to capture Ben Platt. And that's one of the worst elements of the movie is Ben Platt. So Easily. by doing that, it's doomed. Whoops. It's a doomed movie. It's doomed to fail. Uh, I mean, we, we look. There's some allegations of nepotism uh, thrown <laughs> at um, at this what? film um, because, uh, well, you might notice Mr. that the Platt. producer is called um, Mike Platt. Uh, that's not a coincidence. You should close my window. <laughs> Just realize it's gonna show up on my audacity. You, that's not a coincidence that that is called that. That's uh, Ben Platt's father. But uh, look, Ben Platt says I think the reaction is largely from people who don't understand the context of the piece. The fact that I created the role and workshopped it for three years, were I not to do the movie, it probably wouldn't get made. Uh, and so that's my defensive so response is to want to go onto Twitter and be like, F you guys, you don't even know what this know that this wouldn't exist without me. Which is true. Uh, his dad probably wouldn't have produced it if his son doesn't star in it. So, yes. But the fact yeah. that it wouldn't exist without him isn't enough justification for yeah. it to exist then. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and, and also, <laughs> you've spent three years workshopping this? I mean, I will say, because <laughs> this is such an incredible claim that... Um, Evan Hansen, that Ben Platt nails this performance, defined define this character so much that uh, it needs to be him. So I like looked up some stuff from like earlier. I watched like a clip from 2017 Tonys where Ben Platt performs uh, performs the song. But it was the, the thing is, Ben Platt's stage performance seems fine because he's doing mannerisms that are gonna look good if you're looking at it from very far yeah. away and he's yeah. doing like these these little <laughs> ticks with his like hands and his face that that is like fine stage acting it's not gonna work in close-up no i mean that's kind of a huge issue with this in general is that like it is not that they have to have normal plots but like on in theater you can suspend your disbelief like yeah that yeah. extra level um but in a film, it just like the the every single time he like burst into song, I it, like <laughs> I did feel it's like the, the strain on his face is yeah. really visceral. <laughs> but well, like everybody around him, because it's it's filmed so like realistically, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, I just thought people were gonna turn around and laugh at him, like, and I'm yeah, upset like, oh, that they did He's 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 singing, yeah. Like when he's on stage, and it's like, oh, is he really singing? Right yeah, now? I want to talk about that, but let's let's put that let's put a pin let's in that. that. I just want to talk a little bit more about about the context of this because there's some insane quotes here. Um, let's see. This premiered on uh, on TIFF on Toronto International Film Festival, and was the it was the one that opened the festival. And the I'm starting strong. <laughs> yes, and the artistic director Cameron Bailey said there was no question that Dear Evan Hansen was the ideal film to launch the festival this year. This film is ultimately about healing, forgiveness, and reaffirms how connected and essential we are 
We all are to one another. We couldn't think of a more important idea to celebrate this year as we come together once again to share the power and joy of cinema in theaters together. Is that what this movie's about? <laughs> Did... Did he watch this movie? It doesn't sound like it. Or did he just get a pamphlet? What to say? Did did Mark Platt, Ben Platt's dad, pay him so much money uh, and give him this quote? He got a um, text post written by a Tumblr teen from 2015 when this came out about uh, why it was a good musical, actually. Um, I don't think here's the thing like we're gonna talk about the issues I mean you you dear listener are probably like vaguely aware of the insane plot and also Ben Platt's performance and like the general reception of this movie we will still like yeah. go into the ideologies in detail but I think there's like two excuses that people who like this movie are gonna make right because because yeah what Evan Hansen does, like this is this is the main criticism besides besides what he looks like, is that what Evan Hansen does is morally despicable, and yeah. the movie still presents it as good. I think so it's there's okay. so there's like two <laughs> things you can you can say to defend it, right? Like you can either say it's not morally despicable. That's a very hard argument to make, or you can say the movie doesn't endorse it, which I is just never wrong. That he lied. <laughs> <laughs> it's r- I, I do think it's wrong to say that this movie Fine. criticizes Evan's behavior, but that's an argument that is easier to make and harder to disprove. But the insane thing to me is that everyone everyone I've, I've seen liking this movie just says that it's a feel-good story. How? Like that's the main... I, don't feel, I don't feel good for any of it. <laughs> no, it is like... I, I, I've said this like a couple times now, not on recording, but like it is both unpleasant in like an emotional sense and it's also incredibly uncomfortable in that like social anxiety. Oh, he's got a secret. Oh, he's always having to keep things quiet. Oh, the audience knows something. The yeah. other characters. Oh, know. there's going to be a horrible fall so, at some point, and yeah, I'm not looking so I'm, forward to it. I'm like stressed and upset and bored. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, because it is very boring. Um, it is for most of the film. Um, that's one of the main. Give, like, that's one of my main issues with it. Yeah, is that it doesn't go, it doesn't go far enough in either direction, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the direction. Be, be, either on. listen, either either <laughs> it can be like super like oh shit, Evans just like a really fucked up guy, like he's super super you know, yeah, like yeah. twisted because of just how like you know all his mental illnesses or something, and then they could go really far that way and make it like super like even sadder, and he could I don't know. Something even worse could happen. Um, or you could go the other way and make it kind of really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where it's Which they like, should have done. Make it like Where Heathers. it's like super dark. Yeah, where it just gets like more and more like... Yeah, because Heather's, you know, that's about killing kids and pretending that they kill themselves. Yeah. And that's very funny. So you could but just if, go with yeah. that really dark, like... He should have taken the college money in that scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heather's well, is like a satire about... Heather's is like a satire about the exploitation about this, this of kind, suicide, right? Literally about what this movie is about. Yeah. <laughs> or what this movie says is cool and good, actually, yeah. is that you can use suicide to build, Look, to fix the orchard with a Kickstarter. It might not be um, fine, but your mommy is still gonna love you. Like she's that's, love you. That's She's the, not that's gonna get a truck. That's the core message. <laughs> not gonna get a truck. Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to talk about that. I just wanted to bring up one last thing from Ben Platt because uh, 
as we said, he looks like that. You all know he looks like that. You have all seen the images and <laughs> videos and GIFs on the internet. Everyone is pointing and laughing. And to that, Evan Hansen's not Evan Hansen, Ben Platt says, uh, it says on, on the Wikipedia, it says, Platt dis- dismissed the response, comparing his age to those of actors who played high school students in the 1978 film Grease. Yeah, it looked weird there as well. But I want to yeah. unpack that for one second, because one, John Travolta is actually younger than him, <laughs> like, <laughs> than he was in this movie. John Travolta was 24, he was 20, Ben Platt is 27, so that's one thing. But the, the, main, the main problem with the Grease comparison is that Grease is an incredibly heightened movie. It's a camp, it's a very camp movie. It's a camp about, movie. Like, ooh, we're yeah. fake greases and we're gonna sing yeah. songs, and and it's all very stupid and funny. Whereas this is like meant to be an emotional, right. moving piece. This about is supposed to be about teens. This is supposed yeah. to be about real issues and real themes. Greece is not about. Greece doesn't have any themes. It has. What if uh, you were in a drag race against a guy with like really bad acne in the past? At yeah. some point, probably. It's I a, I do also want to say like that in Greece the main cast all are kind of the same age as each other, more or less. Yeah. Like, some of them are sort of... You I know, mean, the guy weirdly... Like Sonny is way older. But in this, like, even if Ben Platt isn't actually that old, he looks much yeah. older than the entire rest of the people who are meant to be his age. So it just stands out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ben Platt is only, like, three years older than the actor who plays uh, his love interest. Um yeah, she's she's it looks she, like more. Sort of, she looks plays like more. teens quite a lot. She was in um, she was in Party Down. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, but that was she a was while in. Ago. Uh, you may know her from uh, Booksmart, um, which is a fine movie. It's fine. Yeah, but it does seem <laughs> like you age out of being able to play a teen between ages twenty four and twenty seven. Because like Ben Platt <laughs> was like twenty four when he stopped playing Evan Hansen on Broadway. I mean, mm. he plays he plays a teen in The Politician and it's like fine yeah. because everyone doesn't none, none of them really look like teens mm. in that. And also he looks more of a teen in that than he does in this. Yeah, despite the I, fact he wears weird suits for the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know how they managed to make him look like a pensioner in this. Yeah. Like, I, he I looks tired and wrinkled, and that makes him look older, I think, is that he just yeah. looks fucking Well, I think because he's tired. also, a, he's adopted, like, a hunched posture. Yes. Um, for, like, the physical acting, <laughs> which just... <laughs> which he doesn't do on Broadway. Like, I in, in the Broadway performance <laughs> I watched, he doesn't do that. Has <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he got a... It's the camera, Ed's t- Ed's the camera Ed's 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. And the Broadway, the Broadway thing is, like, also the, the other thing is that Steve Trosky's directing is just the least inspired directive I have seen like in a musical movie or in a movie. I like at the beginning when it's, like, whenever there's, like, the, the beats, it, like, flips Jump camera cuts. angles, but then it doesn't ever does that. It just does that for the opening movie. musical number, yeah. Yeah, and then it never, never does again. anything interesting. Like the the, the main it, his main way funny. of filming a musical number is just like point a camera at someone who is either sitting or standing, and they're going to perform circle. most of the number. Yeah, they're going to perform most of the number being static, maybe walking like two steps to the right and then back two steps to the left if they're getting mm. very emotional. <laughs> and then there's like there's like cuts. 
there's cuts of other stuff that you put. In. Yeah. Um, Flashbacks. Ben, ben, ben Platt falls out of a tree for the fifth time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love to show that. Okay, so if you don't know the story of Dear Evan Hansen, because, you know, you might not. Um, Evan Hansen is about a boy played by Ben Platt called Evan, <laughs> called Dear Evan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please call please call me Dear Mr. Hansen is my father. <laughs> Mr. Evan, called Evan Hansen, and he uh, he's the saddest. He's the saddest little boy at school. Um, he's he's on not some quite. He's the second saddest. Boy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's one boy who's more sad. There's all the anonymous um, masses, you know. Yeah, none of them. No one wants to be his friend. Even his one friend says he's not his friend. Uh, family, family friend because he's, he's an asshole friend. he's a piece of he's shit very mean <laughs> i yeah. hate that guy his name is jared he like... is i think jared is the one character who is like an actual psychopath <laughs> like he just goes <laughs> along in the musical, with in the musical he's the one who comes up with a lot of the the connor project stuff rather than alana in, oh, the, in the original musical well in this uh, one they, he's the one expanded who expanded her role in this he's the one who goes all in on like uh, exploiting lie. his suicide. He knows about the lie. Yeah, and like he puts all the emails yeah. on the Connor Project website. Yeah, so basically, his friend, he has no friends, no one wants to sign his cast, which is very unrealistic. So yeah. even if you're kind of like weird, people always want to sign a cast because it's fun. Yeah. Um, but no one wants to sign his cast because he's like weird and twitchy. Um, and the girl he's obsessed with, who he's never talked to, he finds really difficult to talk to. And, you know, it's very upsetting for him. Um, but then a guy called Connor tries to bully him a bit. But then, first of all, he's like trying to talk to him, and it's like, damn, maybe he is trying to make friends. And I think he's, you know, he's just trying to make friends, but he, mm-hmm. he can't in his so, in um, his own weird way, like like yeah. a suicidal would, like a suicidal would. <laughs> like the, um, the, the whole mental health messaging in this movie is so insane. Like people are saying people are saying Evan Hansen is a realistic portrayal of social anxiety disorder and people feel no. seen by it but like his main anxiety thing is that he can't talk to a girl yeah which is like <laughs> common he can sort of talk to other people it's just that kind of mean um yeah. Connor writes on his his cast his name because he's like now he can pretend to both have friends and it's like this is an obvious cry for help uh, Evan, you, you should you should try talking to him. It's a very meaningful line when he says, "Now we can both pretend to be friends." Ooh, foreshadowing. And then, yeah, ooh, and then uh, and then Evan writes himself a sad letter that his therapist told him to do, where he's like, "No one would ever know if I died. Um, my existence is useless." It's like teen stuff. It's fairly yeah. it's fairly normal. Um, I mean, it's teen depressive stuff, like. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of teens are like that. Even the ones that aren't like clinically depressed are still kind of like, no one would notice if I died right now. <laughs> um, yeah, and so he writes this letter and um, Connor sees it and acts completely deranged. He's like, wow, I can't believe you would try and freak me out with this weird letter where you talk about how you want to fuck my sister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he steals it. And Connor's like, uh, he runs off with the letter and everyone's like, no, give me the letter. And then Connor doesn't come to school for a while. And then when he comes back, just and then uh, Evan's like, oh, he's going to post the letter on Facebook because this is all about posting. He's it's Googling. Posting. This is an insane sequence, underrated, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> where he's just like putting 
the words ever enhancing letter in every social media platform that he can think of. And all I of like them that have... he looks on Reddit. <laughs> he looks on... He puts the words Evan Hansen letter into Reddit and he gets zero results, which is not possible. Like, Evan Hansen is not an uncommon name. There's no way you get zero results if you, if you look up Evan Hansen letter. <laughs> He's the only one. He's the only Evan. Uh, yeah, and so... Connor doesn't come into school because he's topped himself. Um, sorry. He cancelled himself. This is, a, this is a very serious topic yeah. to discuss. I mean... But at the same time, this film is so stupid that I like, you know, whatever. Yeah, how serious does um, the movie take it, right? Like, It depends on the scene. Yeah, I, kind of not at all and also very serious. Like, yeah. almost too seriously. It's Seriously, the wrong way. Yeah, so Connor kills himself. Um, and the first thing we hear is his parents come in and they found the letter that Evan wrote to himself and they think that Evan was his friend and that his suicide note was this letter to Evan. And Evan, because he's too awkward, he doesn't say, actually, that's the letter that he stole from me that I wrote. It's not his suicide note. Says, yes, we were friends. We hung out all the time. And they're like, wow, that's so beautiful. I'm so glad that Connor had redeeming features and friends and people who (laughs) loved him. Um... (laughs) Um, psych psych and then this just keeps going throughout the movie where he like fakes a bunch of emails that they wrote to each other because they're like wow it's weird that there's no messages from him to you on his phone um and the girl he's obsessed with is Connor's sister and so gradually they get closer there's another insane bit here with Jared where like he asks Jared hey do you know how to fake emails and then and he's like, and yes, said, classic coding. It's simple coding. <laughs> it's not. You just create an email address. It's very easy. And then you send emails back and forth because you have the login information. Like, That's coding, baby. <laughs> yeah, I think, what, I think what he means is he's like going into the and like changing the dates, which you can just do in Word. You can just do an inspect element on it. Yeah, inspect element, change yeah. it, do screenshots, easy peasy. That's not coding. <laughs> <laughs> it's coding. <laughs> So, so they have all these emails and his and his mum's like, oh, wow, it's so beautiful that you wrote all these very realistic, convincing emails to each other about how much you mean to each other yeah. and you went to this tree because Evan fell out a tree and he's got this. Yeah, right mom. before, like in the first like family meeting scene, there's this there's this moment where there's a, there's a song that Evan breaks into where he just tells this, makes up this lie about going to the trees with... Uh, yeah with Connor right like that's the first that's the first lie he makes up and then and then Connor's sister is like actually he was a piece of shit um, <laughs> and I'm glad and, his and dad you know what he did seem to kind of be a piece of shit <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then there's another musical then, which is the only upbeat song in the movie uh, which is when they make up the emails and the whole joke here it's very appropriate. The whole joke here is that Jared is like, haha, his parents gay. think you are lovers because of the story <laughs> you made up. And now I'm going to make the emails gay. And everyone is like, no, 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 don't make it gay. And the whole song that- is about how how they were very best friends, but only platonically. And then there's then, then Jared, is, Jared is like interjecting and he's like, you might think they're gay. But they're not. But they're not. So funny. There's actually two reprises of this song in the musical. 
um, <laughs> stage version. Great. To say what? What more is there to be said? Uh, they're like at various times where like he gets caught and stuff, and it's like, oh no. And then they're like sad reprises where it's like, ah, you know. Oh no. Uh, sincerely, me. It's called. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of contrived. I thought this was kind of what 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 what's kind of contrived about this letter situation, though. Is it like the the letters Evan writes? Me. Yeah, um, that's basically the point, right? Like the, the letters Evan writes to himself start with "Dear Evan Hansen" and ends with "Signed Me." But you can really see you can really see like the gears turning in in like Pesek and Paul's head trying to make this work because like you wouldn't write either a letter to your friend or to yourself, you wouldn't address it with with your full name, right? You say, Dear I Evan. Think, I would go, I Dear Evan, if I was Evan. But of course, uh, I, the, the, the parents wouldn't immediately figure out it was him if it was just Dear Evan, right? Because it's probably other Evans at school. Well, exactly. But also, I think, because they're both kind of, like, edgy. Well, no, Evan isn't, but... Connor seems to be kind of edgy. That's something I can imagine, like, a pretentious teenager yeah. doing. Yeah. But yeah, because then Evan's fake emails also start with Dear Connor Murphy <laughs> and are also signed with me. Dear Connor Murphy, since it, well, because they have to be, you know, they have to fit the pattern after that. Yeah, of course. They? It has to be consistent. It's musical. Like, people famous, been famously are in emails, you always sign them. Um, yeah. Yeah. When it's to your friend and you know the email address. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so gradually he uses this situation to get closer to his parents, to Connor's parents and his sisters, the girl he's obsessed with. And they they begin to like him, and they're like, "Oh, maybe Connor wasn't so bad after all." And then this girl appears, who's like the one who's you know the the overachieving girl, and she's like, "I'm also depression." It's funny. She's like, "Oh, what are you on?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "I take Lexapro," and it's like, "Okay, <laughs> we've all been on Citalopram." <laughs> I take folic acid. <laughs> And three or four multivitamins a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm on paracetamol right now. What are you on? Um, but yeah, so they both bond over being on medication. And then she sings about how loads of people are depressed. You just don't know it because people hide their depression behind a mask of cheerfulness. It's so true. But, but together they can show everyone that everyone is sad all the time. If they'd know if they'd been on Tumblr, that, that's just like what being on Tumblr. Yeah, exactly. Um, it delicious. This is a very. This is a film made for people who were on Tumblr in 2013. It seems incredibly cynical. Like not to. I have I have this theory that Pesek and Paul, like the 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 duo who wrote the songs, have no soul. Um, <laughs> and my main it's possible. I, my main my main argument is just to look at any photo of them. And there's like no gleam in their eyes; they only smile with their <laughs> mouths. Doesn't reflect light. I remember people because it won that this musical won a Tony in 2017, yeah. which what is for? In, like best for best musical? best musical. Yeah, and people were so mad at the time. I remember um, they were right to be because there was yeah, I know <laughs> there was one that everyone wanted to win and it didn't. Was, the, was that Great Comet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Great Comet. I don't know what that's about, though. I've never watched that one. But yeah, there was like a bunch of musicals that were eligible, and this is the one that won, and it, it was very... Yeah, pe- people were not... I mean, the songs are just not happy. good. Like, let's finish the summary, because I want to talk about yeah. the songs. Okay, so... Th- wait, hold on. Let me just finish. I was reading this. I think 
Kevin Kevin Spacey hosted it. <laughs> Epic. Great. <laughs> That's very interesting. Okay, and yeah, so so she's like, wow, we should set up a um like a, a, a Connor project mental health awareness campaign which is so i mean that's accurate like that's a thing that people do but it's not good it's, it's like, a kick okay, it's a kickstarter like she literally says the, let's have a she conversation says word, she says the word kickstarter which is like a little sus to me like that's a company like i'm just yeah well they show it they show the yeah the, like they the website i mean they do show well, other social media the... stuff but i just i just feel like this is a this is a I don't well, know. Because the, pro- the project's supposed to be like a big overarching thing yeah. where they like get money f- and support students and stuff, and then they also launched this Kickstarter to open the orchard. I fix think the orchard. so. What's I don't. Wrong with the didn't orchard? fully understand that bit. Because there's an orchard that Evan says that him and Connor used to go to hang out platonically. Connor's favorite this is place. They, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what they're they're raising money for. Um, so he's like having a great time. He starts dating Zoe, the the sister, um, and he's getting really close to Connor's parents who love him. You skip the one but... bit where he went viral. I think that was before. Oh yeah, he did. He did a speech in a song, uh, which I don't know what the speech was, but everyone's very enthusiastic about it. That's it's very much something that would be posted on Upworthy in like again 2015, which is why I, don't, I think this movie doesn't work. It doesn't no. I mean, work in now, this no. mo- in this current current moment. Like I can see how people were like more forgiving to the musical in 2015, but now it's just it doesn't don't fly, <laughs> really. No, the, the, this is a, yeah. I, I do remember people were sharing like this this type of inspirational content back in like the early tens. Like teens would not share this. Teens would not. It's not. It's no. it's grandma Facebook stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. This isn't like teen face. Teens aren't on Facebook and teens aren't going to share this video. No. Really. <laughs> also, all do identical weird reaction videos on YouTube where it's like half the screen and their faces on the other half of the screen, which no one ever does. That's not how oh those my videos God. work, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that you bit You have is... to watch this. It will make your life. And it's like a song. So I don't know what the speech actually consists of. I don't know. Like, I've you been, will be found. I've been by... so confused because like that, the build up to that scene is right. Like, Elena asks him to be at this to, to 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 do a speech at the like Connor Memorial, right? And then he starts his prepared speech that is like very bad. He's just like reading off cue cards and mixes them up. He falls down, and and everyone is like whooping out their phones, like haha, epic fail! I gotta get this for TikTok. And the and the and the, and the uh, student who committed suicide's memorial, very funny fail. <laughs> And then he like breaks... the mor- memorial fail <laughs> compilation. And then he breaks into fail song. And because this is not on stage, because this is a movie, the whole framing of the songs is just so. I always have questions on how the songs are framed, um, because it's not it's not heightened in in the way that the like sincerely me song is. That it like breaks into this fantasy sequence where they're in, where they're pretending to be friends. Um, so it, this this just seems like the student was first awkward and then broke into song. So like when they started sharing this, I didn't know that the because the title of the video that up, they uploaded to YouTube was <laughs> this his best the title was his best his friend best died friend. dot 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 you won't believe what he did next. So true. Not exaggerating. <laughs> that's the title. 
So, but, but, but I don't know what he did next, because to me it read like he sang a song. <laughs> so I was like, is, is the unbelievable thing that he did is that he sang a song? I guess it's supposed to be the song is like what his speech yeah. is, but it, it is really weird. Let's look into, what's it called? You this, Will Be Found. It's almost like this film doesn't work as a musical. <laughs> it's almo- it, it, it almost is. So right? here's, here's what the speech would have been. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could yeah. disappear, like you could fall and no one would hear? Well, let that lonely feeling wash away. Maybe there's a reason to believe you'll be okay, because when you don't feel strong enough to stand, you can reach, reach out your hand, and oh, someone will come running. And I know they'll take you home. Even when the dark comes crashing. Like, this is... Isn't the point that Connor did fall and there was yeah. anyone? I mean... he, he will not be found. He was not funny, which I guess was said in the movie, <laughs> but that doesn't take away from how like empty this. Like this is this is my core problem with all the songs in this musical, and like honestly, just like Pasha and Paul's work. Like La La Land has the same issue. Uh, I haven't I seen Greatest Showman, but it's just like all of like this song is incredibly unspecific. It's not. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't relate to Connor at all. It is just an inspirational pop song. That's it. Yeah, that's that's what they do in all their musicals. It's like The Greatest Showman is like that all the way through where it's like there's they're not specific enough to be musical songs. They are just like songs. Yeah. Like but like vaguely inspirational ballady Eurovision songs. And it's like <laughs> it's just really it's really weird. And this one has some that are specific, yeah. like the Sincerely Me one. Yeah, the truck guess, one. <laughs> truck one <laughs> which like even though they're stupid they are better than the other ones yeah. because there's like something there's something emotionally moving forward in them rather than it just being like vague statements about believing in yourself or whatever yeah or how sad it is to be how sad it is to be an introvert team, team, to be team prode- team depressed and an incel <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like the whole thing about the whole like side I don't know if side plot the whole plot of him like trying to date this guy's sister oh yeah we kind of skipped over that but there's a bit where this is this is another song which is like one of the most like rancid moments of this where oh my god where he talks to he talks to Connor's sister I forget Chloe Zoe what's her name Zoe Zoe he talks to Zoe who I will I will give her credit Zoe's Almost all the actors besides Ben Platt do a decent enough performance. Um, yeah, Zoe does like a decent performance, uh, but he, he talks to he talks to Zoe and Zoe is like, "Well, what? I I just read this 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 suicide note or this letter that he sent you. There's this bit that doesn't make sense to me where he's like, and then there's Zoe. I want to speak to her, but I don't even know her, which is like Evan being horny for her. That's the that's yeah. that's what it comes from. And then he twists it into. Oh, that's him as your brother, not really knowing you because you are so distant siblings. Uh, but he actually notices all these things for you, and then he tells her all the things. Like he tells, it's a it's a tall girl scene, yeah, mm-hmm. where he tells her all the things that he noticed her because he's a creep. Um, mm-hmm. And they're supposed oh, to be. Oh, you smile when you play guitar, and yeah, just, and it's like a half smile. And when you're dancing, you just look so sexy when you're fucking dancing. It's so sexy, and She's that's like, what your brother told me. That's what your brother. That's so what your brother said. <laughs> you're so sexy when you're dancing, um, and it's you're just so cool and hot and stuff. This is what your brother told me. Um, right, like that. 
th this whole conceit like completely falls apart because it's like Evan selling his own attraction to her as like what his brother was thinking. It's very weird. It's gross. Yeah. It's it's not good. Like it's bad enough that he's like it has all these flashbacks of him like creepily watching her and yeah. whatever. Which is like fine, it's their teens or whatever. But like I don't know, being like, yeah, your brother just noticed your your brother who killed himself noticed all the ways you were hot. It's just so fucking weird. And it's also like there's that bit where she's talking to him it's either him or her mum, where she's like, What good times like the time yeah. when he took money off me when I was 12. Uh, the time when he like nearly banged my door down saying he was going to kill me for no reason. And it's like, oh, <laughs> huh, okay. That, uh, that's it's... not normal behavior. <laughs> I mean, I think it's under, yeah, I think yeah. he was obviously supposed to be like, you know, very, very troubled. Yeah. Yeah, they just give so, they just give Connor like generic but you never really mental understand, illness. You don't really understand why he's troubled. Yeah. Like he doesn't really have a personality beyond oh he was just like he was crazy but he was also sad because he was crazy and he was in um he was in a he was in recovery was that mental health recovery or like addiction? Who knows? We weren't told. It's never, like, if they could go into, like, oh, he had an addiction and that was bad because, you know, it's yeah. addiction is sort of an illness. And, but instead it's just like, oh, he was fucked up guy in the way that <laughs> fucked up guys are fucked up. I mean, it's, it's weird, twisted. like, the, the whole Connor thing is, like, because it's, on one hand, it's kind of, like, the point, right, that they don't know anything about Connor and just making him yeah. into a different person than he is. But then at the end, it still becomes about how, oh, maybe Connor was deeper than, than everyone thought he was. And he was writing these songs. And I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's very much like maybe... I mean, the guitar bass, like, oh, he was deeper than we thought. But, like, his parents should have known slightly more about him. I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't feel realistic. His parents don't know uh, about him. His sister doesn't know anything about him. Like, that's... He's got all holes in his wall from punching the wall. Yeah, that he's was the, very funny. He's got, he's got the punching wall wall. Yeah, which is like, yeah, me too. Um, and he's just—he's uh, just like, and and this is the thing because in this film he is like a figurehead or like a a symbol, which is sort of supposed to be the point is that he becomes this sort of symbol of sad people without everyone actually knowing him but then it's never really it never feels like they come to terms with that as being wrong you know no. yeah it's just like oh well actually it's done loads of good and stuff and nobody actually knew him and no one liked him and that hasn't mm. changed over the course of the movie yeah because i evan okay so what happens is uh they start doing this fundraiser to fund the orchard um, Evan has a bad relationship with his mum because she's working all the time. How and dare she? He's super sad. What um, other movie have I seen this recently? Oh, was it? Uh, was it? Was it? He's all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. He's all that. Where she she can't afford college, so she's an influencer, and also her mum is working as a nurse all the time. Oh my god. Oh my god, they're the same. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, her like uh, her, her, the, the mom in this one and the mom in that one is just the exact same character. <laughs> They're both nurses, also. 
Yeah, right. That's right? weird. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so he he comes really close with her family, and then the he's dating Zoe, and it's distracting him from his important work as a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And and then Alana, who's the girl who's doing the fundraiser, begins reading the emails, and is like, "The timing on these really doesn't make sense from when you broke your um." <laughs> And Evan's like, yeah, but don't worry about that. Here is his suicide note. Uh, please please don't post it anywhere. <laughs> and she's like, well, we really need the donations because it's really helping people, like all these people who are posting on our website. I don't know how it's helping people because it doesn't seem to be doing anything. I don't know how that, yeah, I don't know but how it's helping making people. the, how fixing the orchard or opening the orchard again is actually helping those who are suicidal. Like that's... Well, but it's like the, it's like the campaign is or something, and it's like all of them are like posting, "Oh, this yeah. really this saved my life," or "This really comforted me," and it's like, really, is it how though? <laughs> it's not helping. Like I don't know. Because it's not he campaigning did one... for medical help for teens yeah. or like you know like free healthcare or it's just saying like, "Wow, it's so inspiring that this kid killed himself," and it's then so another inspiring. kid was sad about it. Right. It's so inspiring during that this that his friend made this very empty inspirational speech that fits me it fits me personally it's it's my whole because <laughs> my it, hole. It, it's, it was made for me because it's so vague <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the exact opposite like, there's like this it's, it's literally it's literally like the heathers musical yeah but like but like unironically, but unironically like in the right? heathers yeah because in the heathers musical because it's a bit more like it's a bit different from the film in some ways. It's a bit more sincere, but not really. There's still like comedy bits where they talk about like how Heather is just like me. Um, yeah. Heather is like you know she she was she was so inspiring. She really inspired me, even though she didn't actually kill herself, and they all hated her. And that's like presented as a joke. But here it's like sincere, and they're like, "Wow, this really did help." There's me. like this classic like writing thing that I believe in that the more specific something is the more like broadly relatable it's gonna be because if you yeah. fill it in with details people people it will read to people as oh yeah this could be a real thing and i can substitute the de- details to my own details but it, it will make it much more relatable than when it's just empty phrases right <laughs> yeah platitudes <laughs> when it's just platitudes all, yeah none of us are alone yeah but it's, it's very funny that this came out in a post Heather's world and is somehow exactly what Heather's is parodying. Yeah. That is funny. Um, yeah, so everyone's like, this is so inspiring. And she's like, wow, I can't let the orchard, the orchard Kickstarter is going to run out, even though I could just ask, I don't know, can't she extend it? Why is it arbitrarily got two days to go? I don't know. <laughs> You could extend it, you could like do the, like Kickstarter can do things, you can do Kickstarters where it's like, even if it doesn't reach the goal, we'll still take the money. <laughs> and like, yeah, so maybe I, scale back the project that we're doing, it, doing right? Why, like, is, why is it specifically like $100,000? Yeah. 75 is still a lot, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like at 75 with two days left, like that's not that bad. You could that's fucking fucking ask. So, Connor's parents are rich. Like that's a whole. They're really rich. That's a whole it's thing that they're line. really rich. Why don't you just ask them? Zoe has this line where she's like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> "Wow, your mom." He's like, "My mom always says that it's better to be rich than poor." And Zoe's like, "Well, she's obviously never been rich then." And it's like. It's like actually, okay. no, she's, she's right. I did. I will say I do like the response to that. It's like, "Well, you've obviously never been poor." It's like. Yeah, it's but like it's like Evan, so, Evan got 
Evan got her then. <laughs> but it's like such a stupid line. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, like a setup, isn't to, it? We're supposed to sympathize with the parents. Like, we didn't really talk about them, but they're Amy Adams and like some dude. Um, yeah. And Amy Adams' whole deal is that she's always into a new woke stuff. Currently, she's, she's into, on like, gluten-free and soy milk. That's what she's currently on. That's her. That's her current thing. But she's, she's done all hippie diets and all these things uh, because she's rich, so she can afford it. Like it's, it's a very weird. She's bored. It's just bored, so she's just yeah. getting different beliefs because she has nothing else to do. It's kind of a weird Which, messaging okay. in a movie that like deals in the exact same platitudes that they're making fun of with her character. But okay. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the, the conclusion of the story is that, because they offer to pay for Evan's college yeah. from Connor's college fund. And the the thing at the end is just like, oh, in the end, Evan had to learn his lesson and like earn his own money to go to college and stuff and like get a job in order to go to college. And I'm like, I think he sh- I think they just should have still taken given it. him the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah he should have taken the money. It is an insane thing to do uh, or to sell as like a... Like an inspirational thing to grift away some a dead kid's uh, college tuition money. That's yeah, they're rich. That's an it's insane fun. thing to do. At the same time, they are rich. Like, so I don't know. they won't miss it. You know. I just think. Uh, I just think this Connor project could have had like a better, a better goal than, than doing whatever to the orchard. I don't get if they want to reopen it. Like or... Maybe it's, maybe it would have been great. Right. Here's my here's my pitch. Yes. Beginning of the movie. Um, is a big thing where they say that the school has lost all this funding and they no longer have like a school counselor and they have to like you know everyone's sort of fending for themselves and this has been a big issue and then they raise money to like get a new school counselor or something to like you know help kids who feel bad or something, yeah, something and that like would be that. something you could something have... where it like would have made a difference to other people other than Connor's family. Yeah, you could have had a thing <laughs> right. like if Connor's family wasn't. I'm just just throwing things out there. One thing you could have done if Connor's family wasn't like wasn't like these nice parents, but if there were if he he were like in a bad family situation and that's why he killed himself. You know, you could have done something with that that they want to raise funds to like, you know, help people in bad family situations. They could have they could have had. I don't know, they could have made the recovery thing more specific and say, like, oh, yeah. Connor was secretly an addict uh, and raise help for, like, prevention in something in something in that way. It could just have, like, some vague suicide prevention thing that they could have raised for. Why the orchard? <laughs> it's no. just a symbol. It's all symbolic. Exactly. It's all symbolism. Everything is symbolism. No materiality. All just symbols. Because then, the, then it could have had like a legit like moral question at its core, right? Like, yeah. is it okay yeah, yeah. to lie about like a dead person if it helps the greater good? Yeah, but in this case, it doesn't really help. <laughs> it doesn't help anyone apart from Gunner's <laughs> family, who are like, "Oh, it's so nice that the orchard is open," but like. No one else seems to... Like, why is it so important to Alana that they do the orchard? She's like, Elsa will have all been in vain or something. And it's like, why? I don't know. It's like like this vague thing, because her song is about the invisible ones who are like, you don't know their suffering. And like, it's this vague thing that this project will make depressed teens more seen. They're all going to go to the orchard. They're all going to go to the orchard. (laughs) 
Do it just like when you send a dog upstairs. Having, <laughs> having a mental health time at the orchard. The, or- the, the, the orchard is just like a euthanization project. <laughs> right, like, like a farm okay. in Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Going I, was, I was going to go in like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking... It's so stupid that this is seen as like such an important thing. Because yeah. she then posts his suicide note that's actually Evan's letter onto Instagram. Normal thing to which do. Completely deranged. Uh no excuse. Which she's justified in this by like her going through the website and going, like, look at all these people who are inspired. But like It's it's such an insane character turn for her to because she was, like, perfectly nice up to that point, perfectly, you know. Besides the thing of, like, why is this orchard so important, but even that you can kind of, like, understand if she's, like, a fucking breakfast-type Clive overachiever character, right? Like, mm, yeah. Um, that could work. That she, yeah. It's just so important for her. I think American Vandal had, like, one a type of character like that, too. Like, you can make that believe, a, a believable motivation. But, like, posting the suicide note, that's so weird. And I don't yeah. get how she, like, morally justifies it to herself either, because she, like, does it and then gets a call from Evan and she's like, no, I'm not going to answer that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's like, okay. He, like, and also, like, absolutely zero respect for the family. I just, it was really weird. She seemed really considerate up until that. I don't Yeah. It's just so they can, like, have an excuse that Evan has to... Because even the next bit doesn't make sense, where everyone's like, wow, he wrote a message to his best friend as a suicide note, but not his family. His family must be evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I don't think anyone would say. That's such a conclusion. Get from that. Like if, if, if that was their goal, if, if they were to go after his family, they could have done that earlier. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like I don't oh, see how well, the letter would kick that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you do that earlier, but when you see the suicide note, he doesn't, like, mention his family in the suicide note. He doesn't go, like... Wow, I hate my family. You're the you're. The, he does say yeah. like I guess you know, I was so alone. But like, it's not calling out his family. It's so deranged that everyone would be like, ah. Yeah. Like, oh, at any this, earlier this point, family must be evil. At any earlier point, they could have gone on about how like, oh, Evan did a did a speech about his best friend, but his own sister didn't. Isn't that weird? Isn't that yeah. bad? Like they could yeah, have yeah. gone after her at any point. They didn't. No, they just do it arbitrarily at this point because it's the third act of the movie yeah. and they need to have some sort of like it's also weird thing that happens. I, I don't know how this plays out in the musical. The way this plays out in the movie is like this this like cancel culture thing. Like it plays out mm. as a cancel culture bad thing where it's like oh this all spiraled out and now the note is out there and now you can't even take it down from the internet and now all these mobs go after his family like because this is how cancel culture works like that's how it reads it reads to me less like a cancel culture thing and more like the kind of internet advice that you get taught in like school yeah Yeah. Yeah, they're like don't post anything online because it's there forever which is true which is why I think this is about posting because all of this happens through (laughs) posting it's just all about how the internet is dangerous which I don't think is untrue but it's like and it is something that like a kid might like post someone's maybe probably not her but someone might post the suicide yeah. and then you could talk about that more you could I, I don't know actually talk about that 
and how people's real life tragedies are used as like inspiration porn by strangers who are then like, wow, so true. Hashtag real. Yeah. Like, and then I'm, that's. I was going to say, just like, yeah, sharing the suicide note, um, saying mm. like, isn't this meaningful? Um, by the way, no, his family did not want me to post this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could, you could talk about how everyone thinks that's an acceptable thing to do, but they just sort of brush past it quite quickly. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and even uh, then, like, the main issue with it is that his poor family, who are not poor, they're rich. Poor rich family. Forage family. Like if you that want was to. a funny bit. Why did, like, there was a comment on the bit where, like, everybody finds out about the note or something. And then yeah. they're like, uh, is it bothering anyone else that we're giving all this money to a rich family? And it's like, but you were always doing that. Yeah. Like, it's not even before you had that. this note. You knew you were doing that. I mean, and it's I not, think it is kind I of think, worrying. I think that's why that's why I had the cancel culture thought because it has like this whole like backlash thing, right? Like, first the, the video goes viral, and then everyone after after oh, the cooldown, family milkshake duck. Yeah, they get yeah. milkshake duck. <laughs> but it just doesn't it just doesn't work because of because of the entire rest of it, <laughs> because of everything else, because of all the specifics. I don't know. I, I was going to say about your posting thing, like, that's another... I mean, I'm pretty sure the Broadway show is a trash fire in the same way, because all the moral all the moral rot that is at the center of this story is still there and still mm. going, going, trying to sell it as a more inspirational show or a more or, or an inspirational story. But, like, at least from what I've seen, like, I, I, I kind of looked at the sets and... What I will give to the Broadway show is that it seems to have like creative set designs. Uh, it has all these all these things where like all these there's like all these screens up there while he's in the middle, and that shows all the internet stuff. I don't know. But then there's like this classroom or like bedroom sets. I don't know. It all seems pretty decently staged. So I could I could see if you like go into the theater to see this that you're gonna be like oh I was so amazed by this show like that's like a core failing of this movie i think that it's just like <laughs> filmed in a very normal way like it's yeah there's very no inspiring or anything yeah there's just nothing interesting about like cameras or yeah. like shot set up it's just like filmed yeah as is. It's, it's just boring like and it, it's paced like a musical so it's got like the middle bit sort of culmination yeah. ah i'm at my hind bit and then it sort of starts with the next bit and then that goes on whereas a film normally is more in in three rather than in two bits uh so it just feels kind of weird and it goes on for so long and i'm like we could have just skipped like a lot of this you know you could i don't know yeah like like at go on oh at the like 40 minute mark in this which i think is a maybe not 40 minutes like an hour maybe into this Mm. movie is when i was like i can't fucking stand this and I just started watching it yeah. at 1.25 times speed because <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't I how couldn't. did the song, songs work for you? not great especially at that speed <laughs> I actually might have enjoyed them more yeah. watching it like that so I don't know I'm not going to go back and try and I'm yeah, not going to go back just and watch of, it there's just a lot of sad piano stuff yeah, yeah, it's a lot of piano some like single stringed instrument yeah. violin I'm so... I'm so over Ben Platt singing. I'm sorry. I'm. I can acknowledge that he's doing. He's singing in a technically accomplished way. 
Yeah. It's just, just fucking murdering me. <laughs> it's just I, so bad. See, to I, I, find, I think he's a good singer. He's he's one of the like his voice in this is one of the better bits for me personally. Yeah. Um, but sometimes and then other times it's just very grating. Yeah. And I I just want to hear like a tenor or something. I don't know. Yeah. There's no bass in this entire movie. There is. There no. is it. No, and, and there's Evan no other sings, men who sing apart from Connor. Evan sings like eighty percent of the songs. Um, yeah. Some of the songs that were taken out of the movie, that were in the musical, were songs that he wasn't singing. Yeah. <laughs> like it just really feels like this movie. And the, the dad has one. Yeah. Was it about baseball? Yeah. <laughs> it was about. I wish I could have. You use the baseball glove with my son, but I will give it to you, and you will be my new son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your d- Evan. I'm your dad now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So what happens is everyone. Uh, he feels so bad that everyone is being mean to this family, and they're all arguing with each other because suddenly this is these comments on Instagram, which they're on and have seen really get to them and they're all arguing about whether they did enough with Connor which you think they would have argued about earlier yeah. but I don't know yeah. um, and then Connor's like no you aren't bad parents because I lied which doesn't make any sense because those things aren't really connected yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. he still killed himself though <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so he didn't write a, a suicide note to his best friend but he also didn't write one to them so I don't know uh, but he's like, yeah, you're actually good parents, probably. Uh, whereas I am a bad person because I lied about being his friend. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, I just really wanted a family and a girlfriend and a family girlfriend. Yeah. So I just really that's w- why I did it. I just really wanted to fuck his sister. That's why I lied about him. <laughs> and they're like, okay, that's not normal, but you should probably go now. And he's like, okay, I'll go home. And then he's really sad and he thinks about how he climbed the tree and then jumped out the tree and that's why it was like a, maybe a suicide attempt, except he wasn't very high. Yeah, very half-hearted. Mm. Which, you know. <laughs> yeah, zero, yeah, zero out of ten. Um, zero out of ten on that one. <laughs> I'm not, um, anyway. not cancelling Evan for not doing suicide, right? I'm just saying... <laughs> Like yeah. that could have been a could have been Evan an interesting. Have died when he fell the, out the, like, the like half-hearted suicide attempt can be like an interesting character thing to explore, but like not this one. Yeah, he tells it to his I mom. I think it's right? very funny when he's yeah, yeah he tells her that he jumped out of the tree and she's like, oh, that's I'm so sorry that I didn't realize you were struggling even though you're on like a hundred <laughs> medications and see a therapist. It's such an um, insane <laughs> scene where Evan is like, "Do you hate me now for having done a suicide attempt?" I'm sure you. I'm yeah. sure you hate me now. She's like, she's like, I don't hate you. Why would I hate you? You should hate me and for all the other things I did. Yeah. You'd hate me yeah. for my weird grift, not for my suicide. <laughs> my my su- my suicide guy grift. Uh, but she's like, I can never hate you. You're my son. And then she sings a song about a truck. This is. They should have got Caroline Calloway to guess in this movie. That'd be really good. <laughs> now, so this scene. Where Julianne Moore, who plays, who plays uh, Ben Platt's mom, sings a song about the track, yeah. is maybe the most. This has got to be the, the like most insane, like most criminal attempt to like end a very acclaimed screen actor's career. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
Julia Moore, really, one of the great screen actresses of of the last like yeah. three decades. And you give her a song, you give her her the core of her emotional, of her the, the emotional core of the movie that is on her is a song where she sings about trucks. And and and, and the, the way she needs to like deliver emotional acting, what Julia Moore is good at, the way she is to deliver like this nuanced emotional character is in a song where she sits the entire time. Yeah. She just sits with 40 year old with her 40 year old high schooler child <laughs> on the couch. And you have to deliver to this like 50 year old man a song about how when you were young your daddy moved out with a truck and you were asking mommy will another truck come that will take you away and it's just you, you can't like will the truck takes my mother away and it's like the emotional like crux of the movie like right the culmina- is, yeah. it's like the culmination of their relationship yeah. is mother and son poor julian like was trying so hard but there's just no way you could have salvaged this Yeah, it's like, oh, and you said, will the truck take mom away? So it's like, no, I'm always going to be here for you. And it's like, well... Well, you're not. <laughs> well, you're kind of not. I mean, That's like... already an issue that we've established throughout the runtime of all of yeah. this. Um, the drama of Taco Tuesday, in which uh, yeah. she said she would do Taco Tuesday, and then she couldn't because she had to work, and then he bailed on Taco Tuesday because he said he was going to study with his friend, but he was actually hanging out with his girlfriend... So wrong. With his secret girlfriend, Teen right? Like never that... lie to their parents about where they are. <laughs> he he didn't he didn't tell his mom that it was his girlfriend. But people on Instagram were like, "Oh, you two are so cute, so cute together." Um, did we talk about how he does an Instagram confession? Very yeah, well, funny. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't got that yet. Yeah. So he sings this song about the truck, and then he's like, "Okay, I forgive. I'm accepted that I will be in trouble for lying. And what I'm going to do is, even though the parents said that they wanted." no one to know that the suicide note was fake i'm going to go against their wishes because i feel guilty um which is very cool of me that's a great thing to do he has learned nothing <laughs> yeah which is it's like literally the bojack horseman thing of like admitting you've done something wrong even though it will hurt someone just because you will feel better about doing it yeah, yeah. um so He yeah he sent there's an Instagram message where he's like oh I I lied about being Connor's friend I'm so sorry uh, Uwu <laughs> don't be mad uh, and then everyone stops being his cool friend which is sad but he reads all of Connor's favorite books from when he was 13 <laughs> which include On the Road by Jack Kerouac and like I'm like no one enjoys that book I mean I'm just like the list of these is- the list of these books is Cat's Cradle. <laughs> The Little Prince. Mm. Ready Player One. <laughs> I was like trying to do the math. So I was like, was Ready Player One even out? <laughs> do you think he read I the little... Did he, do you think he read The Little Prince in the original French? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not... It it's deep. a children's book, so it might as well. Uh, it's old The French, Client by old. John Grisham. <laughs> the Giver and Persepolis. An... And then there's a few more that cut out in the screenshot I made. But the road On the Road was also one of them. Um, it's just a very funny collection of books. Like it's, it's someone's idea of what a deep person's favorite books would be. Yeah, like someone's deep, idea of an interesting theme. person should have had Catcher on the Rye in them. Should have had the Bell Jar on there. 
Should have had infinite chest. If he was like, if he was like a feminist, he was reading like Simone de Beauvoir. <laughs> <laughs> he was reading the Scum Manifesto. Favorite books, the Scum Manifesto. <laughs> um, that's why he. That's why he killed himself because it says <laughs> he was doing it for women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so... <laughs> that is, that's what is uh, Scum Manifesto should have been his real suicide note. Guy who takes Scum Manifesto unironically and agrees with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, Evan's like, I'm going to learn the real Connor from the books he liked when he was a younger teen, and I'm going to try and find someone who liked him by going through his Facebook and find out real information about him. So he does that, and eventually he finds this video of him playing sad guitar song, which he posts to a bunch of people, I guess anonymously, in like a USB stick, yeah. and they do something really insane, which is just put a random USB stick in their computer, and I'm like, that could have anything on listeners, it. Listeners. That could just virus your entire computer. Yeah, listeners, never put any hardware into your computer if you don't know what it is. Yeah. And also, don't scan QR codes, like, in in public. I know that that's like restaurants, the thing now. But if there's just a QR code on the side of a street, don't scan don't do that. that. Don't do it. Yeah. Side this this whole important. bit, by the way, like this whole bit of like Evan trying to learn more about Connor, not in the stage show. Um, they put this yeah, in the movie. This ben Platt says uh, it is a kind of extended third act in which we get to see a little bit more of Eva Evan's repentance and redemption. The work that he does subsequently to make a, uh, make amends and really get to know who Connor was and try to help the family. So it's like on the stage version, we don't know, don't learn anything about Connor. No, except <laughs> that he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. On the stage version, apparently Evan just learns that his mummy loves him, and that makes everything he did about okay. this <laughs> about hijacking this guy's suicide just okay. And I think that's. I think that's inspirational. <laughs> I am. He's just like me. I feel so seen. He's just like. He's just like me. Um, <laughs> yeah, this. It's just very funny um, as an ending because they're like, oh, he played sad indie boy songs, so he's actually very deep. Um, we like Connor now, uh, but the orchard is finished, and. Uh, Evan is redeemed because now he has to work his way to go to college rather than getting money from rich people. The rich Bullshit. people are just still going to college, though, like, no problem. Um, yeah, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's just gonna, he's gonna work his way up to college, and his sister talks to him again one last time, and is like, oh, yeah, you know, wish we could have met now rather than before. And it's like, I don't get what Evan's redeeming qualities are that would make someone like him. No, because he, he doesn't seem to have any hobbies or interests apart from, I guess, trees. Yeah, and or I mean, like, he's not like funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she liked that he called her rich. Ah, uh, okay, maybe. So she was, she was like, that was cool. I like the only, the most. I mean, they spent a lot of time together. Maybe he had redeeming qualities, but we never really see them. Most of what he does is lie about knowing her dead brother. There's even a song where she's like, "Can we stop talking about my dead brother?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we stop? <laughs> It's like he wasn't very nice to me. I don't really like yeah. remembering him. Can, can we just like talk? Can we just like have a normal relationship? And he, she's like, please don't make me. The song is like, please don't make me list all the reasons why I would like you. And it's like, okay, so do you have any? Yeah, that's so weird. Like that's <laughs> like, uh, do they exist? Th- their their relationship came really out of nowhere. Like they were really just like talking about 
about about Connor, and then she was like, actually, let's fuck instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, why does she like him? Yeah. She's like, he just seems boring. I don't know. Yeah, the song is the song actually goes. I don't need you to sell me on reasons to want you. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to search for the proof that I mm-hmm. should. You don't have to convince me. You don't have to be scared. You're not good enough because what we've got going is good. And then he he replies, "Is like I give you ten thousand reasons to not let me go. But if you really see me, if you like me for me and nothing else, that's all I've wanted." Blah blah blah. But there's no reasons. It's such a weird um, wish fulfillment for like. Yeah, I think yeah, like it's when like you're incel, incel guy. Yeah, fantasy. when you're like. 17 year old a 17 year old guy you're gonna be like you're gonna be having one normal conversation with a girl and you're gonna you're gonna be like oh she's into me (laughs) or we should be together (laughs) right like it's it's fucking trying to come up with an example uh you know you know the the weezer song as corcho like that's that's kind of like that (laughs) where he's like i'm a lot like you so please let's get together <laughs> i don't I think i'd song, be good but... <laughs> for you and you'd be good for me like that's the that's the chorus for that like this is this is that kind of wish fulfillment that the only reason why they didn't get together earlier was because he was too shy to even talk to her but like once they will actually have a normal conversation she's immediately going to be into him which is like yeah so the only barrier was his like self confidence yeah. and not the fact that she like isn't attracted yeah. to him or or he has a boyfriend or is a lesbian or just doesn't want to date him because she's not that into him. It's just like, oh no, she is because he's the main character. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it would have been I think it's a better story if he kills Connor. So Heather's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. No, that's true. That is just Heather. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's because it is a better story. I mean, yeah, it would have been this this would have been salvageable if it was was a satire but that would also expect like th- that's what i said at the beginning right like if if this was about how the movie doesn't condone his acts for that the songs are too much empathy machines like the songs are too much like made this is why i'm saying pesek and paul have no soul because all the songs seem like incredibly cynical they seem incredibly mm. cynical songs yeah. made to to be relatable to as many people as possible. Like when when yeah, teens. when like to, like to like make teens like the musical yeah. and like buy tickets. Yeah, make stuff, the right? yeah. <laughs> depressed suicidal Tumblr teens like this. Like yeah, yeah, which they did. They loved it. Yeah, yeah. So it worked, but it it's, worked, I, but it's I, also, I agree with you that it is cynical. You know what you did, Pesek and Paul. It's like su- pseudo inspiring. It seems like it's saying something without actually saying anything at all. Yeah, you know, like what? What is it saying? What's what's the what's the what is what's don't what's the meaning? Don't well, because yeah, it's not. It's not because it works out fine, and because in the end they're like, oh, it all brought us all closer together as a family, and now the orchard exists, which wouldn't have happened if you hadn't done that. So actually, it was fine that you did that. And the consequences to you were you were also socially isolated, which you were at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I guess you lost all your social isolation, but you read a bunch of books and now it's the same. I don't know. This it movie means... is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> this this is like... Uh, people will catch you if you let them in. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like... I don't know. Cause, but, but they, you know, that didn't work for... 
like Connor. For Connor, no. So I, but that's because he couldn't let them in. Oh, okay, it's his fault. He was he wasn't <laughs> believing hard enough. Yeah, it's his fault. Um, it's like, yeah, the whole the whole movie is just like all symbols, no yeah. change, no change. <laughs> He, it's at just, the end of it, he's like, wow, if this opportunity came around again to pretend like I knew someone who killed themselves, then I wouldn't do it next time. <laughs> so true. It's like, I hope you don't come across a situation like that ever again. It seems like an incredibly specific scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's just both this, like, vague, like, hope punk gesturing towards, like, mm. anxious teens, like, towards, like, Oh, this is a show that that where you will be seen as like as like kids who who have mental health issues. It's like they're not even they're not even brave enough to make his parents legitimately terrible. They're just like yeah. normal and they were fine. And it's like, well, what if they were terrible? You know, like what if they were kind of fucked or like wanted too much from yeah. them or something? And that was part like, of the reason. It's it's this vague gesturing, like it's this this inspirational poster. It's this like. Instagram post that gives you very vague mental health resources such as drink water. Mm-hmm. It's like I think one of the the oh fuck no I had <laughs> shit I had something. It's very uh, like talk to your mates. Yeah, yeah. Your mates maybe struggle. I mean that's that's like, what the songs indicate, or that's what the mood of the movie yeah. indicates. But then at the same time, the plot is just way too deranged. For that, that I don't understand how it worked on the Tumblr teens, because it's like, it's it's this very vague messaging with the very vague songs, embedded in this completely psychopathic story where like you can't be you can't say you feel seen by Evan Hansen because Evan Hansen is a monster, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and the other kid Connor was also yeah. a monster, if from what yeah. we learn about him at the beginning or he's nobody which which then you can't be inspired by that right like you can't be like oh well there's all these kids who die of suicide very very infectious Sometimes illness amongst the kids suicide someone kills themselves and it doesn't mean anything at all yeah the thing Sometimes is right, we like, don't it, know anything about them like the thing is they don't as a movie mention by name any mental illnesses no they, well they say anxiety and depression yeah. when the, when she's talking to what, Evan but she does and she you know Evan doesn't no one brings it up in relation to Connor it's just her saying well I have this and then yeah. then throughout like the rest of the movie it's like they have all those groups where they're talking about the Connor project and the fucking Archie Andrews looking redhead bully is in the audience and he's yeah. like yeah we gotta do something and it's like you were Pushing him into lockers and calling him a school shooter. Like, yeah, what, which like, again is. What? <laughs> Are we not going to acknowledge that actually one of the reasons he probably did top himself was because he was clearly bullied constantly? Like, yeah, but like, you know, that they, he's learned because there was a speech and now he's like realized that it's bad to be mean to people. <laughs> he's like, damn, this wasn't, this had nothing to do with me. He was just really sad. <laughs> Which I am off the hook. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't do anything. Uh, which again is, you know, well, I mm, keep saying this, but like, it is the sort of stuff that Heather's makes fun of just far more. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. people being like, oh, there's other things to do with me. And I didn't, you know, oh, I always remember them being great. And it's like the bit in Heather's where um, the guy's like, she always used to bully me and push me around and tell me I was terrible. And I thought it was because she just like hated me and thought I was gross. But now I realize it's just because she was sad inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, she hated you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Heather's is just better. And like, <laughs> I, uh, this, I don't know what else to say. Like, I can't even recommend watching this movie because no. it's so no, long. It's, not it's even, so long. Watch like, to watch. watch like the first 10 minutes. Uh, because for 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 ten minutes it is really funny to to see what yeah. he looks like. Yeah. And yeah, when 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 he's wearing like his like polo shirt yeah. with the forestry logo and he's like weird running through the forest, that's very <laughs> funny. Those bits are funny. And watch the watch the Julianne Moore track scene because I I laughed out loud at that one like several times. Like that's just the most truck ill advised truck. Very, a musical per- performance like just just the way it's like filmed her, her as like her sitting there the entire time it's like steve yeah. come up with a more creative way to shoot the musical number like it's it's like a really it's a really bad it's not just a bad movie and a bad musical it's also a bad movie musical in in a way that like at no point like it's not it has this. It is like this half musical thing, right? Like where it's not, where it's not like, it's not like Phantom of the Opera or like Hamilton or like whatever. Like it's not like those musicals that are like sang through the entire thing. Um, it's one of those yeah. that have like songs every once in a while, and at no point does it become like, at no point does it like make sense or like come out of the out of the situation organically that they would start to sing. They are just singing. Um, and it's not yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, the musical numbers don't evolve into anything with like one or two exceptions. Usually they're really just like in this naturalistic, it's like filmed in this naturalistic way. Um, it's... <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. You should watch like the old Sunday in the Park with George by Stephen Sondheim instead. <laughs> That's great. It's a good musical. Watch Company. <laughs> You should watch Company. Company rules I mean, best musical. It's about how you don't want to get married. Yeah. Watch <laughs> I, all, watch all that jazz. That's also about the guy who is a piece of shit, but that in that the musical numbers do emerge organically and it doesn't condone his behavior. <laughs> <laughs> watch Heather's the movie the the if you want to watch a movie it's the movie isn't a musical but it's a pretty decent movie. You can find the musical online in a bootleg. Watch pretty good. Watch the Riverdale Heather's episode. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> watch Riverdale. That's a I'm better. Sure I've, I'm sure I've known this before, but I I, I recently relearned that Roberto Aguirre Sacas uh, was also the screenwriter for the 2013 Carrie movie, and then he put like Carrie that the musical into sense. Riverdale. <laughs> likes Carrie. Yeah. But he was also like the producer for like that one like gay movie that he also put in Riverdale where everyone wanted to see that. I don't even remember what the movie was. But it was like some movie that like like very some very like mid-tier teen gay drama, but everyone was like, "Oh, the like Oh, you mean um Dear Simon. Dear Simon. Yeah. Everyone was love, like, "Oh, love, love we need Simon. to see Love, love Simon. Simon." Everyone love was Simon. like, "We need Dear to see Simon Love Simon." Hansen. Simon Hansen. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Love Simon. I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it was just funny how that was like the biggest movie for like one episode of Riverdale. 
Yeah, and they were like, we all want to see Love, Simon, the movie, at cinemas now. Produced by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Oh, but that's, it's even better because there's a bit where Cheryl comes out as bisexual because she watches Love, Simon, yeah. and she goes, damn, there was a bit in the film Love, Simon that I just saw that really resonated with me, Cheryl, as a character. Great stuff. It's really great. We're going to use a different movie to kind of do all the character development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah she, she literally goes, there's a scene in Love, Simon, where Simon is talking to his mother. Fucking, you know what? If <laughs> and, you want to watch says, a musical that has problematic content and also teenagers who are played by way too odd actors, why not just watch Grease? Like, you're going to have a better time than this. Yeah, Grease is fun. Yeah. All right, I think that has been Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> I don't <Sorry>. think there's... <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's so anything any, else. Any last... Any last thoughts on this movie Bad. as a as a movie? Watch something else. Um, Watch anything also, else. Also, tell your teens you are fucked up for justifying how this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I have enjoyed. Again, if it had been darker, then it would have been funnier. Yeah, yeah. or it would have been more interesting. I'm genuinely. I. He was, like, was acting. If if it was like he was actively doing it, like it's almost like he lacks agency throughout this because he writes the emails and stuff but he's also like oh i'm just doing it because i have to in this yeah. moment because their his parents parents are so sad if he was actively like this is a great way to get in with his sister or something a bit more fucked up like a bit more like he was intentionally doing it then that yeah. would have been better i think yeah but instead he's like oh no whoopsie <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm saying this with like this. Keep doing with it. no shred of irony i enjoyed watching cinderella a lot more than this yeah that's because cinderella was stupid but it was it's also shorter <laughs> Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm sure so. I am excited to watch Cinderella after this. I had to, after I finished watching this movie, I had to watch um, Hairspray immediately afterwards. Because <laughs> <Nice. laughs> I still really like Hairspray. The musical? It, yeah, it's great. Um, and it cheered me up, even though it's... Yeah, it cheered me up. It's a great musical. <laughs> but also, every it was so funny going from Evan Hansen to that, where like almost every song is upbeat. Yeah. And the songs yeah. that aren't, Oh, like, yeah, I just, like, have emotional weight to <laughs> I mean, this is, look, this is a matter of taste, but I hate this type of Broadway song, like, it's, or Broadway music, like, it's, just, like just make, yeah, just make it more interesting, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, me too. Watch Annette if you want to watch, like, a recent yeah. movie musical that is good and has, like, interesting, weird songs. Again, Watch the watch the old boot of uh, Into the Woods where the the wolf has like an enormous dick. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't wait for us to continue this series and at some point watch the James Corden Into the Woods. I am. We will. I, <laughs> we will. We, I would. I, I don't know so what. Upset by that. I, I I do think we we can't watch Rent next because I think I think Rent is a a movie musical that is bad in very similar ways as this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we should watch like something that is bad in a fun way. Like either, I think I, I suggested Cat. Evita earlier. I think that would be. Oh, I'd love to watch Evita. I that would well, I wouldn't, but that is that, that movie is not unenjoyable. Yeah. Like that's it's ideologically bad. Madonna is very bad <laughs> in it, mm-hmm. but and the songs are like the songs are better. The songs are much better than in this one. Like they're Andrew Lloyd Webber songs, so obviously there's they're on. There's both some absolutely horrible songs in it and some like bangers. <laughs> I do, but it's like that is an. I I think that is an enjoyable movie despite all of its one million problems. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber is good at music. Yeah, I think he's good at writing songs. I think sometimes his lyrics are incredibly stupid. I mean, he doesn't write by. them. Well, that would be why. Yeah, I, do. I think his musicals have good songs, but the stories are very stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think it's. 
just incredibly funny that, like, just just to like write a musical about the Perons is just like it's, it's very, very misguided. Why would you? And like, because he's not like that dissimilar to them politically. I think, but yeah. also like. We'll talk about talk all about that whenever we do this series again. Uh, we might publish this episode for free, so if you if you're not a patron of us, consider you could be consider s- subscribing. Um, what are we calling this series? Musical madness, mid musical madness. <laughs> Let's call it musical splaining. Nobody else has a podcast <laughs> called that. We could call it musical chairs. Oh, musical chairs. That's fun. We're all sat down. We're in all chairs, we're all in a chair. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Dark spell coming. Okay. When? I will, I will. Is the next thing we're gonna post on the Patreon gonna be Dark spell? Should be. Yeah. Okay. So look forward Exciting. to that. Yeah, but until then, this has been our Patreon episode, and we will thank you for donating if you have. If you haven't, you should. And we will catch you next time, whatever that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And until then, um. You will don't, not be found. Don't do this. Don't do anything don't that do happens any in this, this movie you, from you start be to fan. finish. <laughs> don't do any of it. Don't do what Connor does. Don't do what Evan does. Don't yeah. do what the girl does where she posts the suicide. Post the suicide. Don't, no. Don't do Dear that. listener, Just a, a movie of bad choices. <laughs> Dear listener, today is going to be a good day because you have listened to a great podcast episode. <laughs> um, yeah. I, Uh, Sincerely, us. Until next time.